Hello and welcome to Filipiniana Podcast. This is, once again, your oversharing neighbor, Charlene. And today we have a wonderful podcast. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Danny. Hi, Danny. I'm so happy that you're here recording with me finally. So, Danny is a wonderful person, very near and dear to my heart. And I'm so happy that she is finally back home just for the weekend. Uh, she is in university right now, so she's visiting. I believe her university is about uh, two, two and a half hours away from where we're living. So it's a treat to have her back just for a little bit. But, you know, we'll take that. Uh, so why don't we start getting into things, Danny? Let's start uh, asking you some questions. Um, and before we decided to record today, we've also talked about, you know, what topics to kind of get into. And we've basically came to the conclusion that maybe we'll just do a this or that challenge at the beginning, Canada or the Philippines. So we're going to start with... University life slash culture. Danny, what do you think? Philippines or Canada? For me, it's Canada. Well, when I studied in university in the Philippines, there wasn't much stuff to do. So it was basically me coming to class and then coming back home and study. And that was it. With Canada, there was a bit more stuff to do. Like we had the orientation, which was so nice because I got to meet a bunch of people, even that people that are not in my department, and it was so nice. <laughs> That's so awesome to hear. Those are like one of the things that I was thinking, you know, when you guys had moved, well, when you were near Sister Alex. I kind of wish she was here, you know, but uh, it's all right. I'll, I'll take you. Um, yeah. One of those things that I was not necessarily worried about, but, you know, like wanted to make sure that you guys had the opportunity to meet all kinds of people because, you know, where we are here in Clare, you know, as much as it is a gorgeous place and people are very nice, you don't often meet new people. We are the new people, <laughs> if anything, right? So, uh, yeah. Meeting new people and just connecting with them, super duper important in your life. Uh, and now, I know that you had mentioned a difference with the cafeteria food. So why don't we choose this or that, Philippines or Canada, cafeteria food section? I'm sorry, Canada, but Philippine, the Philippines wins this <laughs> round. <laughs> no, because maybe it's just my palate that I'm used to with Filipino food, but... I just find that there's more variety with the food in the Philippines. And you get, well, you get to choose in the cafeteria here, but it's like you can choose more <laughs> in the Philippines. So, yeah, and when, once you go out of school, there's this guy selling fishball at the corner. So it's a, it was a bit of a challenge <laughs> for me to... Uh, eat cafeteria food and know, knowing that there's kuya tusok tusok wasn't around outside <laughs> hanging around so tusok tusok is like it's a guy who goes around town selling fish ball quack quack which is like a battered egg hard-boiled egg. Hard egg dish really tasty treat in the Philippines that you often see like on the side of the road they would have like it's it's street food right so the fish balls are blended fish and then they would mix it until it's so it's kind of like a dough and then they would fry it right 
and then you you'd have like a a side dip but Danny doesn't like dips she's not a fan of them and she was she was singing or she was uh, we were trying to um do some mic tests to make sure that the the audio is good because in classic Charlene fashion I'm not the best with that hence why we only have one mic right now sure it's a good mic but we're trying to share one um that said yeah like fishball is a really good street food I do miss that um when, when you had said something about, uh, you know, there's a lot more options with the Filipino food in the calf, it kind of, I feel like it's the same anywhere, like wherever you are in Canada, a lot of people would say just the generic, like the general Canadian food, there are good stuff for sure. But when you compare it to the Filipino cuisine, definitely like, <laughs> unfortunately, it's, you know, it's it's secondary. so. Um, now that said, I, in my previous episode, I had a guest, special guest, Danny doesn't know who it is yet, but, um, we're just talking about, you know, like food and all that. And the, the first thing that was mentioned was that the food is really good. Filipino food is really good. So yeah, now let's move on. Uh, next, this or that subject is university people. So just the nature of the people in university in general. This or that, Philippines or Canada? I feel like I'm leaning towards Canada more. It's not that like Filipinos are harder to get to know, but I'm in the university I studied in the Philippines. I just stayed in a classroom. Well, it was I moved different classrooms, but I basically just had one bunch of classmates. So it wasn't it was really quick to get to know them at the same time. I'm just basically stuck with these people. And not not in a bad way, no, but with Canada, I get to go out, move to different classrooms, different classmates, different professors. And, it was, and it's fun because you get to meet all these people, learn about them and their culture, because some of them aren't from Canada as well. So that was, so that's why I'm leaning towards Canada more. Okay, so basically what you're trying to say is the fact that these people are also... Um, trying to find ways to meet people and all that. There's a lot more options for you and them to be out there and get to know others compared to the Philippines, which, you know, these are Filipinos. <laughs> uh, so probably half of them you already knew. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's great. Uh, and, you know, by the end of the day, I feel like it also depends on where you're at in your life because maybe back then when you were attending university in the Philippines, you know, you just got there, like you just started. But then now that you're here in Canada, you're you're leaning towards meeting, like you're excited to meet these people because, you know, you're new here as well. So, yeah. Um, now, let's talk about commute because I know where you're at, where you're now. Um, the university that you're attending, it's quite close to where you live because you guys moved. So let's talk about this or that, Philippines or Canada, when it comes to commute to school. I think it's equal for me because no, um, where I'm staying, it's like a few minutes walk from the university, but there... There's a lot of hills. So walking uphill, coming home, and walking after walking around campus, 
it's a bit tiring. And with the Philippines, I would commute from an hour to go to school, which was sort of challenging because with the heat and with the traffic, it was a bit stressful. And you just want to go home, like, not, not in an hour. So <laughs> there's that. Oh my gosh, that's so funny that it's equal. I thought for sure you would say that you, you prefer the Canadian commute to university compared to the Philippines, but I get that, you know. Sometimes an uphill battle <laughs> can be very challenging. Uh, but yes, no, we're going to go ahead and take a break. You guys are obviously not going to take a break. We're just going to end here, and then you'll just hear us coming back and recording again. So yes. And we're back. All right. So, Danny, now we're going to go through the hard stuff here. This or that, Philippines or Canada, when it comes to friendship. So, let's start with making friends. I feel like it's still the Philippines, only because it's easier to relate to a lot of stuff because we're, we're in this, we're having, we have the same culture. We know the places in the Philippines, we know the artists, different artists in the Philippines, different shows. So it was easier to sort of relate to people in the Philippines when it comes to making friends. But in Canada, it's also very good in the sense that it's challenging because you get to learn all these different cultures as well, which is amazing. And then you, you just... You just make friends based off like how you you're feeling like your gut instinct like do I want to be friends with this one and and so it's um, it's good because it's challenging but I still I'm still leaning towards the Philippines. <laughs> Yes, and also we can't discount the fact that half of the time, you know, you have your childhood friends. And for the both of us, you know, we moved to Canada in our teenage years and we've already established a lot of friendships that we've unfortunately had to leave behind physically, but not necessarily, you know, emotionally and so on. Now, when you had said something about um, making friends here in Canada is challenging, but at the same time, really nice. I do, I do feel you on that because you have the opportunity to really get to know someone on a deeper level in a sense that you do not know their culture. You're getting to know that. And at the same time, just the, the habits and the things that they've, they're used to. And then you're all of a sudden introduced to that. And it's just, it's nice and refreshing. Uh, sometimes it can be daunting because then you're like, oh my gosh, I completely do not understand what this person is saying because they're talking a different language than I am. And not necessarily that it's it's English, not not that, but in a sense that, you know, some of the terms that they're using, right? It's like you kind of you kind of have to get to know that as well. Now we're gone to making friends. Let's move on to keeping friends. Keeping friends for me, I feel like it's equal because I make friends based off, I make friends not because I want friends. I make friends because I feel connection with the with these people. And with that, it becomes easier to keep the friendship because I don't, I don't make efforts for like superficial friendships. I hang out and keep the, these friendships because I want them in my life and I want them to stay there for a long time. So it's equal for 
culture-wise and yeah, culture-wise, it doesn't really make a difference for me to keep friendships because you're not really just knowing the person based from what country they're from, what cultures they have. You're getting to know them like as individuals. So. That's a really good point. Now, when I, I when I thought of like while listening to you and I'm like thinking of all the friendships that I've unfortunately decided not to keep from the Philippines, that is where uh, I'm finding myself thinking, oh my gosh, yeah, I've, I didn't keep that friendship. And I, I have my reasons, obviously. Um, I, I do still have friends from the Philippines, you know. Uh, I have my very best friends. I have uh, Essa and Katrina and uh, Chiki as well, though I haven't talked to him in a long time now. That's a different story. But uh, with that, it's there's also the idea that distance you know like it affects a lot of things like it affects relationships that's why a lot of people say that long distance relationships don't work and it's not just with relationships that are intimate but also with friendships right um sometimes even like familial you know like you don't often talk to your let's say grandma and then all of a sudden a few years later down the road you're you're living in a completely different country and your grandparents are in the philippines and then you just hear that they passed away now I've experienced this twice in my life because I lost my grandmother on my mom's side while I'm here in Canada and my grandfather, my dad's side, uh, here as well. And I was not around them when I lost them. And even now, like thinking, thinking with the grieving process, I didn't go through it. Because I'm not there. I'm literally not there. I'm not in front of their grave and thinking of all the memories that I've spent with them. I have the memories of being with them, you know? Like, I still think of my grandpa. Like, he's actually the person in my life that has always reminded me to get into journalism. Like, he would bring me to his radio station because he's he's part of the, Chris, the Christian radio there. And he would bring me, like, he would take just take me with him and he'd make me sing Christian songs on the radio. And it's, it's just so fun. Um, like those are the things that I remember. Right? I don't, I didn't, I, I mean, I don't feel like he's gone because I still have his memories now with, with friendship, you know, there's also that like the friends that I, I had to leave physically in the Philippines, the ones who, who decided to, you know, still be in contact with me. And even those who didn't like, because life happens, right? And you don't always have the time to go and and send people a message on Facebook. Some most of the time, what happens is that when it's like the holidays or someone's birthday, like you know, you you go and send them a message, and then you ask them, "Hey, how's it going? Um, what's up now? I know we haven't talked in a long time, but then it feels like nothing has changed." And I bet you, if you ever go back home, it's gonna feel just like that. Like you're gonna be with your friends and. Yeah, like, what, what do you think about that, Danny? No, I totally feel the same way, especially with people you talk to mostly through online. Like, I have these two, my two amazing friends, Denry and Shane. We, we're all in university, so we don't have the time to talk, really talk to each other. We have, we have our occasional video calls, but yeah, we just basically... In our group chat, we mostly send like links to funny videos or funny pictures or videos about our favorite artists. So, yeah, it's it's hard at the same time. Not as much because 
it leaves you so much room for s- stuff to talk about when you do talk online or in person. Oh my, yeah, that's a heavy topic there. But uh, let's try and let's talk about hangouts because <laughs> let's talk about something that's that's uh, that's not as deep, I guess. But uh, hangouts, this or that, Philippines or Canada. Hangouts, I feel like it's also equal for me. Because <laughs> I left the Philippines when I was around 19. So back then, I was really into, not really like hard parties, but going to like bars. By the way, the legal age in the Philippines is 18. So <laughs> disclaimer. So we go to bars or... Not really bars, but more of like a chill place where you can buy drinks and have karaoke. And <laughs> and it's nice because you get to spend time with your friends outside of class or even your classmates from high school, which I think mostly that was the that was mo- the people I hang out most most back then. Uh, while in Canada, I'm 21 years old right now, so... <laughs> Yeah, recently I I stepped over at a friend's house. We had, there was a party going on at the other res. And I just didn't find it all that appealing. We had moved, we had, like, we had a drink, but we played game, we played, like, Uno and watched a movie. And, like, it's so fun for me (laughs) to just chill like that. And yeah, they're they're really great. They're great people. Like, I I've only known them for like a few days, but I honestly feel like I've ha- I have this connection with them, and they're really great. And yeah. <laughs> uh, Danny, I think you forgot to mention the fact that you also enjoy hanging out with me. <laughs> no, no. Um. Like thinking about that now, because you know, like I moved to to Canada uh, right after I finished my high school in the Philippines, and and by the way, you know, in the Philippines back then, in my time anyway, um, a lot of students would graduate at like fifteen, sixteen, like we didn't have the two extra years. So when I had moved, uh, you know, like my my hangout life in the Philippines were again uh, a little mediocre. But then when we had moved to Canada. And not right away, but like a few years after that, I remember visiting my sister Charisse in Edmonton and we'd go out, like we'd go, we'd go uh, karaoke and we'd, we'd basically like, not bar hop, but like the idea of that, but in a restaurant style, like we'd literally go on one restaurant to the next, to the next. And it's just so fun. Um, now, with that said, you, you've also only been in Canada for two years. Like, so summer of 2019 was when you moved here. Uh, so, and it's also, you, you've only been in university for not even a week, like just a few days. And you're going to, you're going to just, you know, meet so many people and basically like have the hangouts of your life. And uh, what is, well, what are some of the things that you are looking forward to the most when it comes to making friends, keeping friends, and hanging out with them. Why don't you share some ideas? Like, what are you looking forward to? What are you hoping to basically see and achieve? 
for me, I'm very sentimental. So I feel like it's more of having like a deeper connection with a person, like understanding their like their good side and their bad side, their quirks and stuff. Also, their life. Um, it takes a while for this process to happen. So step by step, that's the, that's the thing that I find most exciting when it comes to making fr- making friends and keeping friends is getting to know the re- get really getting to know the person on a deeper level. All right. Now talking about the deeper level, why don't we get to <laughs> another heavy topic? Well, it might not be heavy. It depends on what you think of it. This or that, Philippine or Canada, love life. I honestly do not have an answer for this. I had a boyfriend in the Philippines, but... I don't know what to say about Canada. I have never experienced that before. <laughs> so if we're basing off like love itself, I think I, put, I would prefer Canada because for right now it's, for, it's like self-love for me. It, I'm, having, I'm having the best life just being with myself and like a lot of introspection and just like figuring out who I am, what I want in life. and. Yeah, I'm not like like I said I was a teenager back in the Philip when I was still in the Philippines. So I feel like there's there's no more of that pressure to have that like having a relationship cuz when you're like a teenager it's like if you have like a relationship that's that's like the number one thing I <laughs> I think. So like now that I'm 21 I feel like I don't need to rush anything. Like if if it happens, like I'll, it happens. <laughs> but your priority right now is obviously self love and continuing that because you know by the end of the day, it's not something that just happens and then you have this. Oh yes, I I, I love myself. That's it. No, it's it's a, an everyday choice that you have to make on whether or not you love yourself. And you should, you know, you should look in the mirror every single day and tell yourself. I love myself. Like, I'm so happy that I get to wake up today. My priority is to love myself because when you love yourself, you get to do every other things in your life that day with love, like first. And you get to appreciate everything, like the the small things, the big things. So I think that's so important. I'm so happy that you said that. Also, I found out recently, I read it in a book. It's called The Art of Loving. I found out that... Um, when you love everyone, yourself included, equally, it makes loving someone even more special because you you love everyone, like all all of the people around you. And so if you love them and you love yourself, so having that special someone makes it even more special in a sense. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, The Art of Loving. I like that. I should uh, look into that book. Now, I think that's where we're going to end our this or that uh, part of the podcast. But now we're going to talk about your first impressions about Canada. So, Danny, are you ready? I think so. (laughs) First impressions. I think it was the generic view of Canada from the outside like outside world like from outside of Canada it was um cold lots of 
lots of like moose and deers. <laughs> um, people saying a a lot, which I found out when I moved to Nova Scotia that it wasn't like that. I was a bit shocked, like, where's the, are these Canadians? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was about, I wasn't really expecting much other than, I already knew that it was a small community here, other than Wolfville and Halifax, and Halifax, which is bigger than Clare. But, <laughs> but yeah, there wasn't much of a culture shock for me because um, growing up, I lived in like a province. It was bigger than Clare in the sense that we had more malls and more places to go, but I I just stayed in the village most of the, in our village most of the time, so it wasn't that big of a change. Oh my gosh, it's funny that you said you said something about the malls because I feel like, yeah, malls in the Philippines is so it's just crazy. Like, my gosh, one mall would have like hundred stores, and then you go to you go to the malls that we have here. Not that we're complaining, you know, it's good for the budget, it's good for the financial part of things. But uh, sometimes when you need something, you have to order things online. Um, and another thing that you had said, uh, there's not much of a culture culture shock for you. Uh, I don't feel the same way, mostly because of the fact that you know when we had moved, you know, I migrated to Alberta. Sure, it's a smaller place, Bonneville, Alberta, but then you get to go to Edmonton, Calgary, and Grand Prairie, and all of these places, you know, Banff, and, and just crazy. Like, and when you said that Halifax and Wolfville is, you know, like, like bigger, bigger than Claire, I'm like thinking in my head, oh my gosh, I can't wait for you to travel Canada and just see everything. Uh, and also when you said that there's a lot of moose and deer, girl, when you get to go to Alberta, you're going to see even more. Um, now, let's talk about... So those are your first impressions. Uh, I, I would agree on most of them. And uh, the A thing that you, <laughs> you didn't hear. <laughs> yeah, I, I think province to province, it's probably different. Uh, and, you know, we also have... For the most part, Canadians just love to apologize about everything, right? Like, even the good things they would apologize for half of the time. Um, so why don't we talk about the five things you love about Canada? So number one is like random people smiling at you or greeting at you while you walk down the sidewalk. It's, yeah, it's not, not in a creepy way, no. Because in the Philippines, I'm used to commuting and walking around town. So whenever you... I feel like I'm, it, it differs for different people, but for me, it feels a little bit creepy because <laughs> it's either I smile at them and they don't smile back. They just walk past and, I, and I'll feel sort of sad because they don't smile back at me. <laughs> but then you have like someone smiling at you and then you feel like, oh, he's going to do something. <laughs> So yeah, and it's just nice, like walking down the sidewalk. People will say good morning or how are you? We have a nice, have a nice day. We have great weather today. So it was very refreshing. <laughs> Second is um, the garbage disposal here. It's so organized. Like they would return your garbage if you put 
something in the recycling bag that doesn't belong there, they would return it with a note that's saying what you put, what you did wrong. <laughs> you feel like you got principled office. Yeah. And they also have compost bins here, which is super nice. Cause Not ever intended, though, but Nova Scotia. Yeah, Nova Scotia. So Nova Scotia has like the green bins, and they, they collect it on different days, so which is also very good, because you know that they're really sorting it. Um, third is, because I live in Nova Scotia, there's less pollution. <laughs> Or, well, in, in Clare mo mostly, because there's less cars, less infrastructure, so I can actually breathe properly <laughs> in the Philippines, because it's a big, it's a small country with lots of buildings, lots of cars, and it's just, it's hard to breathe, man. <laughs> it's too much for the country, and it's... Not it's not like that everywhere in the Philippines, but most I stayed mostly in Manila when I was um commuting back and forth to university. So it was it was a challenge like keeping up with my health. And I would I would I remember like waking up and just had having sniffles or coughing all the time because of the pollution. So when I moved the first time I stepped out of the airport in Halifax, I was like <gasps> I can breathe. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. I thought this was a city. <laughs> so fourth is the job opportunities. Because in the Philippines, it's, um, it's uh, except, for, except for call centers, I think, but it's uh, a diploma-based thing. So even if you're working as a cashier at McDonald's, um, you have to have, like, a degree at home economics so, and it's it was hard because I was yeah because it was and it was hard because I would try to send in applications and I remember getting accepted um going uh getting accepted for like the interview part for I think it was Pinkberry <laughs> and I went to I commuted to Makati from Manila which was like an hour trip and long, probably longer because of the traffic. Uh, it's a yog. Pinkberry is a yogurt shop. I think they have it in the states, but I'm not too sure. But yeah, I got accepted for the interview part, and I was there. And like the people around me in that room were all, everyone had degrees, everyone had experience. So I felt like the little person there, and then. After like this interview activity thing that we did, um, I felt so bad after, and then uh, I I felt even more bad because I didn't get accepted, which I I sort of knew I I had that feeling already, but it, it just it still sucked. <laughs> but yeah, but when I moved here, no experience, I handed out my resume, and. I got a job. I got two jobs. <laughs> I worked first at uh at a yeah, a local gas station which I quit after two shifts cuz I got accepted at a pharmacy which I was leaning towards more cuz it was my first year and they had this um they they had like the service thing for the gas station where you have to go out and pump the gas for them and Knowing me, 
I wouldn't have survived the winter time. <laughs> and the fifth is the animals. <laughs> like I, you don't see much animals, and except for birds in the Philippines. Like if you walk around, like sure there's, uh, yeah, the the zoo or the province. But here I literally walk the road next to my house and last year I saw two deers just randomly standing like next to the road. I saw rabbits, I saw porcupine, like I see animals just everywhere vibing. I saw ducks in a parking lot. <laughs> so that says a lot. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, that's five things I love I love about Canada, specifically Nova Scotia, because I haven't been to the other parts of Canada. Yeah, that is so true because you guys had moved here summer of 2019, and then all of a sudden COVID had hit spring of 2020. So that is that's quite unfortunate. But you know, by the end of the day, you guys where you moved, it's it's a wonderful place because we we barely had if any cases and it's not something that people talk about um and it's such a small tight-knit community that everybody looks after one another and by the end of the day we also have so many people who just are very welcoming and you know for the most part that's one thing that I try to like look into the most is you know that's what's important people who are welcoming uh so yeah, uh, lots of things to unpack about the, those five things that you love about Canada, but I do agree with you uh, pretty much. I just remember the story. This is like, this goes back to the animals part. When we went to Cape Breton one summer and we stayed in a teepee-like tent and there was a lake, so we went swimming and I had these swimming shoes on. So we left the we we left our swimming shoes outside our tent, and mine was away from where the rest of my family had their swimming shoes. And the next day, I woke up with just one swimming shoe, and then my uncle told me that the squirrel probably got it. So to that squirrel, I hope you're having fun with my swimming shoe. <laughs> I hope it became a nice bed for you. Yeah, I remember the first uh, the first camping trip that I had uh, went to. So many rules that you had to follow because you know we were surrounded by black bears and brown bears, and we had to be really careful. And you know, like coming from the Philippines, it's one of those things that you don't think of. Like you didn't think of having to put your food away in a container and back in your vehicle because you know, if anything, I would have probably left my junk food in the tent with me while I am, you know, trying to sleep, like fall asleep or something. But uh, yeah, you have to be really careful. And then there's so many things that you need to like get and prepare for, you know, like there's bear spray and, and just everything in general. Um, but yeah, I, I do agree with all of the things that you had mentioned there. It's it's quite ironic, isn't it? When we often hear like from, from people that, you know, here anyways in Nova Scotia and Clare, I often hear people would say, oh, Filipinos are so nice. Like they're just the nicest people. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, yes, we are. But at the same time, when you go to the Philippines, you can't just smile at people and say, hi have a great day we have a great weather today but i think filipinos who move and migrate they're just like these happy people finally outside maybe i don't know but you know i love the philippines so much but yes uh i've had so many encounters of just 
these unfortunately creepy men would just, you know, like smile at a young girl or like, oh. anyways, that's for another topic. But uh, thanks for sharing those things, Danny. So while you're feeling like sharing, why don't you share five things that you miss the most from the Philippines? So number one, of course, is my friends and family. I miss um, I miss hanging out with them. Like honestly, we I have I have this best friend Denry, and I remember like we would go to Makati or to Laguna, which is a few hours away from where I was staying back then, and we would go to malls. And we would have these shopping montages. So we would basically we would go around the we would go around the shop, like the clothing shop, and just either dance or vibe while looking clothes and looking for clothes. So yeah, that's the number one thing I miss, like hanging out with friends and of course the family gatherings. I remember. Um, uh, my cousins from my dad's side inviting us over and then she would have I think almost everyone from my extended family there like some of them I don't even know <laughs> and it was refreshing at the same time awkward because they would say oh I remember you do remember me when you were little and I was like and I'll be like oh I don't remember you. I didn't say that out loud, but in the back of my mind, I'll be like, who is this person? Who is this person? So there's that. The second one is going back to the food, the street food. Um, the Philippines, we call it tusok-tusok. Um, so yeah, it's this, it's street food in a, in a barbecue stick. You, they cook it in a big, in a big pan. And you eat, they either get it for you or you get it for yourself in the pan or in one of those containers that they have that's, uh, they have that's already cooked. And then if you're like me, you just get everything on the stick and not put sauce because I, I don't like sauce. So that's the second one. The third one is the malls. As much as I love... Um, all the naturey vibes in Nova Scotia. I really do miss just either taking the tricycle or the jeep and go to a mall <laughs> and hanging out with friends. Cause in Clare, I don't. I think there is only one taxi driver. I'm not sure. I'm, <laughs> I only saw one, and. Like the closest place, the clo the closest town that has a mall is thirty minutes away, and I can't. And you need to have a car for 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 like that situation, which leads me back to my fourth, which is a commute. As much as I don't like traffic and the pollution, I miss commuting because it it gives me freedom to explore the different places in the Philippines, like. Um, I remember just taking the tricycle, the jeep, or the bus, and then hopping on the train to go to Makati, and just taking that train to go anywhere. While as here in Clare, you have to have a car, <laughs> because um, I don't have a car, and then I would walk. Um, I would get dropped off at my grammar's before work or I would get dropped off at work itself by my aunt or by 
yeah, by my aunt. And then I or, or I would either walk from my glamours to work. So that was a bit challenging. But uh, hey, exercise. <laughs> um, and lastly is the culture. Um, I grew up with Filipino culture and I love the Filipino culture, especially around August because it's Buonong Wika. So I remember like um, junior high, grade, grade school to even senior high, I mean, we would have all these events that would celebrate our culture and we would dress up as either indigenous tribes of the Philippines or our Filipino. Our, our Filipino national costumes. And yeah, it's uh, it's something that I really miss because around that time as well, they would like sell really good Filipino food, like the desserts, like, oh my God. And oh, and especially like around Christmas time, if you go to, if you go to church, uh, the Simbang Gabi, which is, what time is it usually? It's around dawn. It's late, but when you come, yeah, extremely early. I mean, so when you enter the church, you're sorely sleepy. Yeah, not gonna lie, I was sorely sleepy going to church. (laughs) And then I would come out, and then I would smell the bibingka, the um, the utosuman, and all all those Filipino delicacies. And it's just, yeah, it's, I really miss the culture so much. Okay, thank you so much for sharing that. Oh my gosh, you've, you've definitely brought back so many memories in my head. Uh, yeah, I do miss all of those things too. Uh, yeah, so the Philipp- for those who are not familiar, the Philippines is, well, we were colonized by the Spaniards for such a long time, right? 333 years and it would have probably been longer if the United States didn't offer some money <laughs> to buy us out but uh that means that is it 90% of the Filipinos I think it's 90% of the Filipinos are Roman Catholics if if maybe it's less I'm not I'm not sure you guys can definitely correct me on that but because of that part of the Christmas tradition is the night mass so you would go to church like really, really early. I think it's like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. I'm not quite sure. Really not sure about that. But don't, don't quote me on that, you guys. Uh, but for those who would attend right after the Mass, there would be this lineup of street food. Like so many. And it's just really good food. And... It's one of those things that, you know, like as a, as a kid, you'd look forward to. You're like, okay, fine, it's worth it. So, yeah, let's go. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I, do, I do miss that so much. And, you know, again, you know, family and friends and, and, again, the malls. Especially now that, you know, like as an adult, you're like, oh, my gosh, I just want to go to a mall and purchase the thing that I need that's actually there. Not to have, because, you know, by the end of the day, what happens, I think, from what I remember anyways, if you go, like, you know, you'd get into a mall in the Philippines, and if what you need or what you want is not in one of the stores, you'd go literally go to the store next door to it, and it's there. Unlike here, if you can't find it at Walmart, unfortunately, you have to order it from Amazon. So, yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, and... 
yeah, I just, you know, like so many things to miss. But by the end of the day, again, you know, we're just grateful for all of these things, opportunity and the people that we meet here since we've migrated. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Uh, now, I think we're going to end the discussion there. But before we do that, I have decided that every episode... I feel like I've decided so many things that I'm going to do every episode, but I don't follow through it. So <laughs> just the fact that I remember, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. So a trivia or fun fact of this episode is the entire landmass of the Philippines is made of islands, making it the second largest archipelago in the world next to Indonesia. In fact, the Philippines has a approximately 7,500 islands with only 2,000 of them inhabited and nearly 5,000 still unnamed on global maps. Now, this fun fact came from a 2017 article, so I'm not sure if things has changed, but that's insane to think that only 2,000 is inhabited. Like, it's crazy. So Philippines so rich. A lot of people literally go there, surf, just enjoy themselves in the islands. Not gonna lie, I wish... I wish that it's still like that today because there's so much, like, play, like, there's so much islands. It's so full of nature and biodiversity. And I wish it's still inhabited. <laughs> uninhabited. <laughs> yeah. Uninhabited, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so another thing that I want to share every episode now is a song that I've listened to, maybe a book that I've read or a TV show that I've watched during the week or the month but because i have a special guest i'm gonna ask danny if there's a song she's listened to this week that she want to share or a book she's read or a tv show that she's watched so i feel like i'll go with the song first so this song has been stuck in my head for the past few days it's um let me check <laughs> It's New Estate by, hold on, I'm slow, <laughs> New Estate by Giant Rooks. Also, this is a Filipino band, so it's called Ourselves, the Elves, and the song is Uncertainly. That song is so nice. So you guys should check that out. Uh, I would ask Danny why she loves well why she's been listening to these songs the past week but uh that would mean that we'd have to be recording for another hour <laughs> just kidding she loves her songs uh so let's let's move on to what filipino dish did i cook this week this week i have i cooked shawmai because summer is obsessed with them and i asked her okay sam what do you want mama to pack for your lunch on your first day of school and she goes dumplings Dumplings with rice and lots of soy sauce. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, honey, it's Sunday night. I kind of need to, you know, like prepare things. I got to go to the grocery store. So why don't we maybe do that on your second day of school? So she said, fine. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I had to make that shawmai. Dumplings, she just loves it so much. I love shawmai so much. I miss having shawmai. I remember going to Chowking and just buying shawmai with the rice. Tell people what Chowking is. Oh, is basically like a, is it like a, a Chinese, uh, yeah, a franchise. It's a, it's a, I think it's based off Chinese cuisines, yeah. but mostly. 
and chi yeah chinese and filipino cuisines and yeah i just miss i just miss ch chow eating at chow king so much because they have this so um fried rice that's so good and their shamay is so good <laughs> and i remember like um after class i would go there like around during my university life there i would go there with my friends we would eat there for basically like it was cheap i can't remember the price but it was cheap so it was it was good it was worth it for us broke university students <laughs> so yeah oh that's so awesome uh yeah so uh that's what i cooked this week so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna again put the link in the show notes on how to make shawmai it's basically you can choose what you want to put as filling in the the wrappers the wonton wrappers so you can have like a vegetable you know like you have ground pork ground beef or or ground shrimp shrimp or anything like that so what i'm gonna do again i'm gonna put the link in the show notes and you guys can can try making that and Again, Danny, thank you so much for being part of this episode. I really appreciate your time. And it's just so nice to hear, you know, another immigrant's perspective on things and the fact that, you know, we have pretty much the same things, but then at the same time, different. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. And before we say goodbye, I'm going to share the social media of Filipiniana Podcast. You guys can find me at Filipiniana Podcast on Instagram, at Filipiniana Pod on Twitter. My Facebook page is probably not going to be up and running until I just need to make it. <laughs> but you guys can send me a message, uh, an email to Podcast at gmail.com. And Danny, do you have a social media account that you maybe want to share to people? Yes, I have an Instagram page, so you can go follow your awkward neighbor, Danny Dulai, at DN Dulai. That's D for Delta, N for Nano, and then D for Delta again, and then U-L-A-Y. So yeah, DN Dulai on Instagram. So fun. Yeah, she's a... She's uh, quite the gal. Uh, yeah, so thank you so much, guys, for listening once again to your oversharing neighbor, Charlene. And I really appreciate you guys, you know, sending me messages. I've had a couple of people sending me messages. They're like, yes, uh, we agree. Your microphone <laughs> is good. You sound much better in this episode. And then there was another one who was saying, we can't wait for you to guest summer. Like... Oh my gosh, probably just my family members and close friends. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you so much, you guys. I hope that you are all taking care of yourselves, that you're all well and fine and dandy. I can't believe we are literally halfway through September already. I feel like it was just yesterday that we said goodbye to August. It's crazy. But you guys take care of yourselves out there. Again, thank you so much. Maraming maraming salamat. Paalam po. Goodbye.